We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. And honestly, right now is still a great time to book a Walt Disney World vacation or a Disney Cruise Line or any other type of vacation because you're going to need it. She does all the work. She has saved us tons of money on numerous vacations. We love working with Michelle. You will too. Her email is in the show notes. So let her know that you're ready for a vacation. Now on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to a bonus episode of Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug here with the Kent Mullins, uh, who is our local expert with all things Disney. But Doug, we are going to take a step away from Walt Disney World and Talk about something that you will never do, Doug, even though this is the nope. year to do it. Nope. Uh, something that I've always wanted to do. And honestly, we was planning on going this year, earlier in the year until COVID happened. But that's, of course, Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights. Kent, you go every year. This was supposed to be uh, a big year for them. And instead, yeah. uh, a few weeks before, I mean, it may have been August when they said, oh, we're not doing it. They definitely waited to the very last minute possible to be like, uh, I don't think we can pull it off. Um, it's heartbreaking. This is supposed to be, the, this is year 30. So this is a big, big anniversary year for them. And 25 was amazing. And so all the talk was 30 was going to be even bigger and better. And so it's it's kind of a shame. I mean, hopefully, I'm sure all of it will be saved until next year. And they'll kind of, you know, trot it all back out a lot of it. But um you know, it's 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 bittersweet, and luckily we'd have. I mean, we got a little taste of it this year. We got two houses. Yeah, open. you guys got two houses, which is better than none, and that's why we had you on. It's Halloween week, and so what better way to talk about a little little scariness? And that's of course with the uh, Universal Horror Nights. And so, tell me about two houses. Tooth Fairy is one of them. All right. Yep. So we we do have a Tooth Fairy house. Um, it's kind of set in a story, so it's set storybook, kind of black and white starts out the house and you go through the story of this tooth fairy that comes in and takes teeth and then it takes teeth from adults and it just kind of overruns the house. I'd say it's pretty good um, in the scale. It's kind of along the lines of the scary tale houses in years past, like the fairy tale that turned evil. Um, but it's it's well done. The story starts out as a story. You see the book and the pages as you kind of enter the first room and then it, you kind of live into the story and it turns real world. So it's like you're there, and then at the end of the house, it goes back into like the end of the story. So it goes back onto the paper. So um, all in all, a little bunch of these goofy alien-looking things is what I call them, but they all pop out and try to take teeth. Do they? Do you leave with a quarter? You get nothing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you have all your that. teeth right there. Doug's Doug's ready to go down. That Doug, you could pass out cards that would after the attraction appropriately for me, and so I missed my chance. Darn. But it's an original house. I think they'll be able to. Uh, you know, every every house tells a story, much like every attraction tells a story at Walt Disney World. Every every house tells a story. So start to finish, you know, you you learn characters, and the characters build over the the life of the story. And um, as you enter the house, if you're if you're brave enough to keep your eyes open and kind of take in everything, you, you really get to see the depth and the the detail of uh, not only the sets but of of the story and the character development as you pass through through the environment. Awesome! And there's another house too. I forgot what that one's uh, called. But... Yeah, I for me, I got this one uh, slightly ahead of Tooth Fairy. Actually, it has a really good house. 
Um, it's Bride of Frankenstein Lives. Um, essentially, uh, Frankenstein's killed in the first room of the house, and his bride is none too pleased. Um, so she is now... Uh, backtrack a little bit. Frankenstein was killed by in a, in a war, in a, in a part of a building fell on him is what killed him. So there's this big battle raging between Frankenstein and, and vampires. So Bride of Frankenstein then decides that in order to bring back Frankenstein, she's going to steal the the immortality of vampires to try to bring him back to life. So the room goes as she's trying these different experiments and caging vampires and everything in the house to do her experiments on till eventually in the end of the house you find out if she's able to bring back Frankenstein or not. So it's really well done. You see a lot of classic monsters. Um, they also have little Easter eggs in there of other classic monsters in the universal lore, from Swamp Thing to the you know the the Faceless Man or whatever he's called. You know, so all those guys are in there, and uh, it's really well done. Scenery's great. The the lights are really good. I would say it's missing a wow moment, like that thing that's going to carry from year to year. They're like, man, you remember that year way back this scene, but. All in all, really good. Really, really good. Really okay, strong house. Let's talk about the elephant in the room with it. How is it with social distancing, feeling safe, masks, all the things that COVID has made theme parks endure this year? Yeah, so just, just like you would walk into the park, everything and everything has a mask. Um, every scare actor has a mask, and they're mostly behind plexiglass. So in the boo holes where they would jump out and stick their face out or their hand or whatever they're doing now is covered with, with plexiglass. So they, that doesn't really happen. They can't really pop out so much and kind of get get really into your personal space because they are behind glass. But they do stagger people, the people um, that work inside the house, the non-scare actors, but the like, the people that work flow in the house, they'll like hold you at a point and hold the people behind you until it clears so that no one gets close to each other. Um, so they've done a really good job of making sure everybody's really safe. Um, there's no way I will say this though. In a typical horror nights crowd, there's no way that would work. Just for the if you had that same size crowd, I mean, lines would be. I mean, they're already ridiculous for having horror nights, but now you're looking at another two hours, three hours on top of that. So it works really well for the environment it's in. It's during the day, um, so it's kind of weird when you go into a house and you get that environment and that that spooky sense, and you walk out and you know Marilyn Monroe's playing on a stage right next to you. Yeah. The, you don't get the full like environment. You don't get the the chainsaw gangs and all that, but you do get that little taste of going through those two houses that um, you know were obviously originals that Universal did. And where are the houses at in the park? So they're on sound stages right behind the the stage, the music venue stage. They're back, kind of behind the rock and uh, the rock and roller coaster, back behind the Rip Ride Rip Rocket. Yeah, yeah. So they built all of them. So they built every house. They were all ready to go, and then now they're just going to tear them all down, the ones they didn't use. They decided to open these two. Um, I think that was the plan all along. There were rumors they were going to try to do more than that. I never saw that happening. Um, so they opened these two houses because I figured they thought, well, we, we, we built them. we got to do something. We can't just let them go completely to waste. Hmm. So this is the right decision for all of us. The point thing the... is they still oh. – Oh, they built the bars, too. So, like, the bars in the park, like the Halloween bars they usually uh, build, those are still built up and running, and they're selling the, you know, the specialty drinks with the specialty cups. they got to make some money back are, somehow, for sure. On all that stuff they bought. You know, yeah, they bought yeah. all that 
stuff to sell and then it's just like eh, sorry so if you're in town and you can get there it's worth it and the lines have been relatively short i think i waited 15 minutes during a weekday morning so you know i went through each house like three or four times so it is worth it did you ever feel like the plexiglass ruined some of the scares because you can see it yeah, it does. It, it tames it down a little bit. Um, you, de- you definitely saw a lot more kids because it's a normal day, so parents are dragging kids through it a lot more. Totally would do that. Um, yeah, so, but it, it definitely gives stuff away. Especially your first time through the house, you're like, okay, there's plexiglass there. Obviously, something's going to happen in that at that point. Um, so, it, but it tames it. I mean, but for COVID, it's kind of the best you can expect, I think. So Doug could maybe maybe do it. There's a chance. There's a chance that you could have done it this year, Doug. Yeah, Doug could definitely do it. I think Doug could do it on a regular year. Oh. But, um, Next year, Doug, us three, we're going down. Man, once once travel is like greenlit and things are open, it's going to be hard to say no to opportunities. Just saying. Uh, right? Like I'm so ready to go on a cruise right now. You have no idea. You would do a, a Halloween oh horror gosh. cruise at this point. I would. I would. Now that's a cruise, not just regular Halloween horror nights. I'm not quite there yet. But uh oh. I'm I'm just yeah. glad they're offering something. That that yeah, you're right. They mm-hmm. built these houses and when they I mean cuz yeah, it was zero hour. Just like, "Oh, nope, not doing." They'd already hired like scare actors. Yep. They were already rehearsing some of them. That's crazy. So, do you, do you think these two were just the easiest to modify? Maybe. I think. Well, a their original content, so they owned it. They didn't have to pay a license, a licensing mm. fee for it. So, and and they were in the sound stages where they can operate them. So they were over in that area. Um, so I think that's just kind of how they chose the ones they chose. Is they were they owned it, and they were on that side where they had the place to put the crowd, and then everything else. It, that's not open that was on that side of the park is stuff that was licensed that's how i think they did it they're like we don't have to pay anybody to open these we own these let's open these we can control the crowd here that makes sense, makes sense. yeah makes a lot of yeah. sense well i'm glad it's better than nothing so that's why i wanted to have you on it is halloween week so uh definitely nothing better than uh halloween horror nights but yeah i got more than what mickey's not so scary got this year doug which was oh, nothing like three pumpkins yeah yeah, I'm in Main Street. There's not even scarecrows up at the end of Main Street. There's not even yeah, jack o' lanterns at the top of Main Street. It's, it's they it's said a weird. taste of fall, and it was like that's a not a taste. That's like a a tease. Ah, yeah, I still wonder if they're gonna call next year HHN thirty or HHN thirty one. Supposed to be thirty this year, but I wonder if they're counting it or not. What are they? And it's got like a star and asterisk it. by it. What are they officially calling it this year? It's Halloween Horror Nights 20... This must be Halloween Horror Nights 2020, 30. So it's 30 years. So there was no... That was the name. But mm. I just wonder since 30 years or did 30 years go yeah. off and now we're going 31 next year. But I guarantee you the house... Because there's a Beetlejuice house. I mean, it, it's all... But you know, there's supposed to be a Beetlejuice house that was built that you know they obviously would have had to pay licensing on if they opened. Mm-hmm. So that never made it to light. So I'm sure that's coming back. Um, you know, there's a Billy Elish house that was supposed to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that was the one everybody was like, is this going to work? Um, but that was, you know, that's another one that I know that they own the, the light, the rights or they bought the rights for that they didn't produce. So 
all that stuff, I think the big question is, do they bring it back next year or do they be like, okay, we're just moving on from that property. So, And hopefully we are all done with this by next year and we're all back to full capacity, normal, Halloween Horror Nights, Mickey's Not So Scary, Pumpkin Patches, all sorts of fall fun. And And meanwhile, California is still closed. Well, I mean, can they even trick-or-treat? I know Halloween's in a couple days, but uh, we can at least trick-or-treat here, I think. Yeah, we're going to be doing that here in Florida. There's no law saying we can't. I know a lot of people that aren't going to. The party we normally go to is not happening, but it's like 100 people crammed into a house. Hmm. So that would be bad. Our neighborhood got together and kind of was like, okay, we're going to be safe. We're going to do this. We all all have kids. It's like the kids' neighborhood, so we'll, we'll figure it out. So throw just throw candy. We need Kent just chucking... Like candy bars at kids from like twenty feet away. Might just let Alden do that. Ooh, just stand like on it. the front porch and just <laughs> stay away. <laughs> All right. Well, final question: Are you guys dressing up for Halloween this year? No. As a grumpy old man, okay, maybe. There you go. No. I might actually yell at kids to get off my lawn. I got I got a baby Yoda mask. Oh, you've seen it, Doug. I've so seen yes, it. it's uh, I will be walking around with that. So, uh, well, all right. I mean, your baby Yoda's height. and you know what's the best part about this episode comes out like the day or two before mandalorian season two so we'll have to talk about that as well with baby yoda coming back so there we go universal studios uh i'm glad they did something kent i'm glad you got to go a few times because you're like the number one horror nights guy Uh, it's a event i look forward to every year i don't think you would have made it if they didn't have anything you'd been really grumpy grumpier than yes yes all right guys thank you so much for listening to rope drop radio have a happy halloween be safe trick-or-treat have fun and let us know what and we're going to post up on social media uh show some pictures of your kids hopefully in some fun disney costumes having a good time so thank you again happy halloween from the guys at rope drop radio